Previously on Nerd Punches Nerd. All right, and the winner is it's still Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> okay. Yay! Woo! Cool. All right, so the next interesting category is soundtracks to nerdy films. Okay. Is TV and film or just film? Well, it could be across the board, but I'm not sure that you really know much about, you know, scores on TV. But there are a couple. I do. So, for example, there's Danny Elfman. Right. And Michael Giacano. Or Michael, how do you say his name? I don't. I don't know who that is. Giacchino or Giacchino? It's it's one or the other. Michael Chiklis. No, no, Michael Giacchino. He's done, uh, for example, everything J.J. Abrams has done. He also did The Incredibles and Up. I don't remember anything about The Incredibles soundtrack. We should okay. talk. We should talk about the, the actual like movies themselves because I don't know if maybe we're going to know like who the who the composers are. Okay, so for example. The, the guy I just mentioned, Michael Giacchino, he did the score stuff with Lost, Fringe, Alias, Star Trek, 2009. See, I've watched a lot of that stuff, but I don't really remember anything about, about any of that music. It just doesn't, it doesn't stay with me. Okay, so you say not as interesting. No, I, although, well, although I really feel like this category, um, just like the, um, you know, the Nerdiest Musician was, was like other than Weird Al... This category has to be like the best yeah. nerdy movie soundtrack other than Star Wars. Yeah, I was going to say it has to be other than It's John pretty Ryan. much indisputable that Star Wars has the best nerdy soundtrack of any movie ever. I think that's probably true. So, I mean, then, th- but that gets into our old buddy, Jonathan Jacob Williams. That's right. He's, and he's done a lot of good ones. Yeah, he's done like a billion. I mean, how many film scores has he done? Jeez, I don't even. It's hard to even think about it, but I mean, he's done Jaws, Star Wars, Superman, Indiana Jones, E.T., Star Trek, uh, Jurassic Park. He did not do Star Trek. No, I don't think he did anything with Star Trek. I thought he did the, I thought he did the theme, the, the, the for one for uh, for the next generation. I thought that was him. Uh, no, I don't. I don't think so. so. Um, hmm. But he also did. Other stuff by basically every yeah. every movie every one of Spielberg movie movies he I think Williams did the soundtrack for or almost all of them. Okay, so right. the answer was Jerry Goldsmith. He's okay. the guy who did Next Generation. Mm. He's also done scores for the original Planet of the Apes and Alien, Poltergeist, Gremlins, Total Recall. Oh, so he's got a good Mulan, yeah. The Mummy. And and five of the Star Trek movies. I will, the, the two, Star Trek: The Next Generation. That was a good theme song. I gotta say. But, but, but so, I think I think we should separate from from TV shows because TV shows are also, have a theme. Oh, we'll, we'll talk so, about we'll talk about TV shows later. But if okay, you're just okay. gonna talk about movies, so, so so obviously like John Williams is in his own category, and then uh, I actually I want to go in a slightly different direction um, because this both I'm gonna mention two movies that are both nerdy. And have good soundtracks, and the soundtracks themselves are somewhat nerdy, which is um, The Matrix and Blade. And the reason that I'm bringing them up is because both of them have kind of a... I mean, they were both, like, from the 90s, the late 90s, and so they both... That was, like, when techno was starting to become more mainstream, 
So they both have these like cool kind of like hip techno soundtracks. Um, and techno, I think, also always has been sort of associated with like a nerdy sort of um, interest because it's it's very like technology based. It's done on computers and stuff. Um, right, right. And you know, you play it with like a keyboard, you know, like a like a QWERTY keyboard, not like a piano keyboard. She um, blinded me with science. <laughs> yeah. So and and I I really liked those soundtracks. The major and and you know I what some of that techno stuff sounds a little trite now. Actually, um, Fight Club also. I think the opening to Fight Club was done yeah. by Chemical Brothers. Um, and and it has like this cool techno intro, which is like really you know. Over, over like the opening credits that that gives a nice start to the movie um so so those three i would mention um all all movies from the late 90s the matrix blade and uh and fight club stick out to me as having cool nerdy soundtracks yeah I mean, I, I, yeah it's just the truth is you know when you're thinking about soundtracks they're really a lot of them don't really stand out as much you just don't think about it you know it's right, usually right. just there okay okay i have i have Three people um, that, that we can put up for consideration um, right. are their soundtracks. One I have to include, even though I'm not such a big fan. There's Hans Zimmer. Um, he did sure. he, he did Inception. He's kind of well known. He's kind of sort of it seems like replaced uh, John Williams in the sense that he's kind of a name. He's kind of a known name. He's maybe that's he's he's right? a pretty big name. I mean, he did right. he did a lot. Of, he he did the soundtrack to The Rock. He did the soundtrack to Pirates of the Caribbean, which is a great soundtrack. Right, 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 right. And that's that's nerdy enough. I mean, we can we can say that's that's nerdy enough. I mean, he's he's done plenty of that stuff, and I'm not oh, so into. And I, what, I'm, what I'm saying is just I we mean, he did the Dark Knight. We don't generally exactly. We don't generally hear the. We don't generally hear the names of of composer movies usually. That's all I'm saying. John Williams is probably the most, and then I feel like I feel like Hans Zimmer is a little bit like below that, unless it's like a famous person, you know. Doing doing the uh, doing the soundtrack. Then it's a different story because obviously you know Elton John did Lion King and blah 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 all that stuff. All right, next person is Clint Mansell, who does. Oh, yeah, of course, I was thinking ah, about him. Ah, and which of his is great? Now, probably the most classic one is a Requiem for a Dream soundtrack. Okay. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, that's and that, that, that counts. That that counts. And in fact, there was some other cool stuff going on in that in that movie, not just that main really haunting theme. Uh, it was. Uh, it, it also had the. Um, it also had this techno thing going on, and there's and like you know there's some scenes where like they're like really like taking a lot of heroin in the in the and the music's hyping up. But anyway, so the last one I'm gonna mention it might be my favorite actually. I, I'd say it is my favorite is uh, James Horner um, with Braveheart. Oh, it is a, that, it is really nice. That is probably my favorite soundtrack. That's probably the most moved I've ever been in a soundtrack for a movie. Okay. Especially especially okay. when it gets the bad. I think it's fair. Braveheart so is that, a pretty good that's, soundtrack. That's why. That's why. Well, if we're getting into that kind of thing, well, what about like Tarantino? Oh, that that, that counts. That's, that's just like that's a totally different. I mean, what we've been talking about before, like scores, you know, that are all scored by one person. But Tarantino likes to just take random stuff from all over the place. Yeah, but the and Matrix just, like, mix it all up together. I owned the, uh, the, or at least I listened to, the, I, I know the Matrix soundtrack pretty well. It's, it's by individual artists. Yeah, like, although some of them were essentially original for the Matrix, not all of them were. Well, so were some, like, for Django and Chain. The music, most of the music in the Matrix was of the same style, right? It wasn't, like, all yes. different styles. 
Although you're saying, okay, so you're saying in terms of genre, like like that. So you're saying with Quentin Tarantino, he changes around with the genre um, yeah. a bunch. Yeah. However, however, the Kill Bill soundtrack was that might be one of the nerdiest that that had that that was. I don't know. I I, I yeah. to, that, to that soundtrack. It was it was pretty nice. So actually, I, I mean, yeah, no, I I have a, a few different songs from that soundtrack that I still listen to. Um, yeah, I do. I mean, that's one of the soundtracks that I own, the Kill Bill one. Yeah. Um, I mean, let's see. There's also, like, if you're looking at the same category, there's also Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Yeah, we obviously... I mean, which basically has one of the best opening songs of all time. Which one was it again? <laughs> that's it. You know, it's, it's yeah, it's that, like, right. Surf, right, right, right. surf rock kind of, you know... Yeah, although he tends to be very good at that. I mean, Reservoir Dogs also had an amazing opening song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, he... Yeah. I feel like we don't... I feel like we don't discuss Tarantino enough on, on our podcast, because he's really... I just watched... Yeah, but we should do a Tarantino cast... Yeah, like, that's right. ...separately, because there's so much to talk right, about. Right, right, right. Okay, cool. So, so let's think about it this way. Who is among those people? So my vote... Who's the nerdiest or who's the best? What should we what should we say? Well, let's go for nerdiest okay. because, uh, and we're not talking about them personally because who knows? Okay, can you, we're talking about their output. Can you can okay. you list can you list them? And it's not John Williams, whatever. No, not John Williams. Right. Hans Zimmer, Danny Elfman, James Horner, Clint Mansell. Okay, Danny Elfman. We should talk about Danny Elfman a little bit more because we haven't really said so much like what he's done. Uh, and he's on the. I know uh, he did the soundtrack the for. Um, yeah, I know he, he did the Simpsons theme. And he did he okay. did some like Sam Raimi's horror movies like he did uh, I think he did Evil Dead and Army of Darkness. He's also done a lot of that's pretty nerdy the Tim Burton stuff for example. Oh yeah 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 the, yeah, the Tim Burton movies sure. Um, Batman the original one he did, and of course Batman Returns. Did he do Nightmare Before Christmas? He yeah, he did. That's right. Yeah. Okay, so that's that's some pretty nerdy stuff right there. Yeah. And oh, Men in Black. He also wow. did that. Okay. Wow. All right. Yeah. I yeah. okay. I'm gonna vote for Danny Elfman a little, just a little bit over Hans Zimmer, because Hans Zimmer's a little more mainstream. Not that being nerdy think, mainstream are, are don't vote side, but you know what I'm saying. Like, like the the things that he's done that he's done it can be are more conducive to nerd things, a little more so than Hans Zimmer, perhaps. I'm gonna agree with that. That's yeah. where I vote for too. So, Sam, what do you think? I disagree a, because I think you have two votes. I think the nerdiest one. Is Danny Elfman. <laughs> and the winner is. John Williams! Weird Danny Elfman. Yeah. Weird Danny Elfman. <laughs> Weird Danny Elfman is. A guy who, a guy who does, like, uh, parodies of Danny Elfman's. <laughs> it's actually just Danny Elfman in a Weird Al wig. Yeah, and he does parodies of those songs. Like, and then he says afterwards, wasn't that song stupid? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's Danny Elfman with his hair in the Weird Al braids that that Weird Al did when he did Amish Paradise. Ah, uh, exactly. No, oh, no, it's not bad. Nice, nice. All right, nice so, so, all right. Our next category is going to be best of nerdy theme song. Okay, we got a TV, TV theme song. G- That's what we're talking shows? about. Yes. Okay. I have a nomination. Go. Ahead. Bill Nye the Science Guy. Booyah. <laughs> Nice, right? That's not bad. That's not right. bad. Right. Uh, All right. I could bring up the Weird Al show. Pretty good. <laughs> the Weird Al show is a good one. Yeah, no, you're I right. Also, I also like 
one of my favorite ones is called "That's My Bush." <laughs> the the very was, short-lived series. That was Matt Stone and from, Trey Parker, right? Yeah, exactly. and it stopped from September 11th. Remember, like it was. It was. I think. It was, I know. I think it was doing all right, but it was. Uh, I remember yeah. that show. It was. It was I, actually pretty funny. It is funny. Because it's Matt Stone and Trey Parker. DVD. <laughs> You know, it's great. It's it's great because they did it in, like, terrible sitcom yeah, tropes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By using the president. Like, he had the wacky neighbor that just came in the White House door all the time. <laughs> yeah, I know. And he's like, yeah. like remember there's whole thing with Dick Cheney? Like, like the neighbor, right. like, he was like, like, uh, what's it called? The neighbor, uh, the neighbor said, like, and I found these documents on my lawn. And, like, Dick Cheney threw it out. That's right. Why'd that show have to be, why'd that show have to be canceled? Ah, damn Obama. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> right. As I recall, it was something like, he's the president, resident, he's kind of in charge, he's got the whole country saying, that's my Bush. And of course, at the end of the theme song, he does like, I can't believe he's actually in the White House, that's our man. And then they have like a, a lady, you know, doing the, hey, hey. you know, he did, they basically did like the perfect sitcom parody theme song. It doesn't necessarily make it the best nerdy theme song, but I think it's a strong contender. Okay. All right. That's a good one. I have to I go mean, back to, to what I was saying before about, about Star Trek The Next Generation. Um okay. has a pretty pretty fantastic theme song. And Is it the best it's of the Star Treks? The best of the Star Treks? Yeah, of the theme songs. I mean, uh, there's original original flavor. That's a that's a tough call. Extra crispy. I think you know. that I think that like classical music fans would probably say that Voyager's theme theme song was better. Um but but the next generation is just so stirring. You know, it really is. like it just it makes really you want to like go, you know, like fly space. a spaceship around and and like blow up some aliens and stuff. It's like don't forget, also... part of that is due to also the great Patrick Stewart voiceover. You That's know, right. to boldly go where no man has gone before. Do do do, do like right at the exact yeah. moment. You know, it just works yeah. perfectly. I have to say, I have to give it to that. Even though I like, uh, I was never a really huge fan of the original one, but the original the original one is okay, good. but. And it's Enterprises like... is kind of bland. It's just a pop song. I don't remember DS9. I don't remember how that it's one like, went. Do, 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 right, right, right. Yeah. I, I like remember visually the opening to Deep Space Nine, but I can't remember the music. That's what I just I know. Meant. I know you were doing it, but like I don't... All right, well... Yeah. Um, Voyager isn't, isn't bad either. I mean, they all. Yeah, Voyager's, you know, Voyager's was very good. It's just a, like it's like a little bit more like chilled than uh, you know than the Next Generation. It's more subtle. I think, I think we definitely have to give it to Star Trek Next Generation among those groups. Yeah, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's the best. Obviously, we can get into other things like Firefly. Yeah. That's okay, sure. Firefly is a pretty nerdy thing. Now, a lot of people don't like the Firefly thing. What? A lot of people are dumb. Yeah, but I've, I've heard people wrong. say that. I'm sorry. Yeah, I've heard just people wrong. say that. Well, I agree. I think they are. Also, wrong. I, mean, also I think the, the theme is great. Wait, what's great about it is just like that whole. One of the great things also about the Firefly is the whole Western like conceit mm-hmm. that they have in it. You know, beyond the great story, and the whole thing is that 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 um that that theme song is great. Like and and fits it, and it fits like lyrically with what sort of that that whole sort of that whole sort of. Uh, time period and music and the lyrics yeah. would be anyway. It sounds like an old country song. And the there's a little, little... All the music on that show is great. I, I actually have the soundtrack to the show. Yeah. And and it's just, it's so gorgeous. It's so fantastic. Yeah. 
There's a little banjo believe, thing in the middle. I believe that is composed by a guy named Greg Edmonston. I just want to, you know, just a little shout out to him because, you know, he's not like a big name or anything. Greg, but... shout out to Greg. That's right. Um, shout out to my man Greg. But his, but that, ah, it's, the music is just so good on that show. Yeah. I mean, especially like, what's, that's so great that you see like, you see like a ship, like, like ships pulling in and you hear that like, that like whine of the violin, of the fiddle. Like that's yeah. so that's so genius. Those two things put together, and and like um and and I was gonna say in the middle of well, the and theme, it, it works like, really well because of because of the the emphasis that Joss Whedon put on that show of like having all the space scenes be silent, you know, mm-hmm. because sound doesn't carry in space. So the music really works in a way right. that like if there were all these like you know spaceship sound effects, it, like it would be really jarring. But because mm-hmm. there aren't those sound effects, then you hear the music and it and you know it just it just all kind of fits, it goes together. It's nice. Right. So right. let me give you let me give you some more iconic stuff here. Like for example, there's Doctor Who, The Simpsons, Futurama. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Those are um, all those are all nerdy shows with good theme songs. But, but are do any of them, oh, are, are X, any of them like amazing theme songs? And then there's okay X Files. X Files oh, is that's, up that's there. a contender. X Files is definitely a contender. Because I, I feel like we're getting up there. Okay, so I think I think we've gotten our list. So we have Firefly, X Files, Star Trek: The Next Generation, Bill Nye. I'll give it to you. What about Reading Rainbow? <laughs> Reading Rainbow is is pretty good, but that's more nostalgic than nerdy. I think. I, I maybe I still like the theme, but <laughs> I mean it's you know. What about maybe Robot Chicken? Really count. Nah. It is it is nerdy because also it is, but I just don't really feel like it's a contender. I just don't think it measures up. I guess. I mean, listen, there's other nerdy song, you know, theme songs. Obviously, I mean, you know, there's Battlestar Galactica, for example. But I was never impressed by it. It was just sort of there. You know, Lost had its technically a theme song. <laughs> you know, right, right. We should, we should think. Boy, lost. That was it. <laughs> lost. We're lost. We're so lost. Lost, 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 lost. lost. Dun, 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 dun. You know that that theme song. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, so there's also the Big Bang Theory, if you must include it. Yeah. Okay. Really okay. Like wait, actually, I have a but question. You know what? You know what had a good theme song? Malcolm in the Middle. Yeah. Oh, that's that that's a, my big oh, giant. That's, that's my yeah, big Well done, Benj. Thank you for being the first nerd to point it out. Yay. Nerd. <laughs> Get out of here, nerd. <laughs> <laughs> Damn nerds. <laughs> Wait, I, I have one. I have one that, that I think counts. It, it's made up there as the best, but it's very good. And you maybe you count it as nerdy. The Office soundtrack. I mean, the Office theme. Um, the Office, obviously, kind of is a crossover I, it is a meeting point because it was a popular show, very popular show in the mainstream, but also still has kind of a nerdy fan base to it. And it, it's kind, it kind of is a nerdy show in a certain sense. You know what I mean? I think it's fair to say that. Okay. So, but nobody's going to go for the Doctor Who theme? I just don't really know Who? Doctor Who. I mean, I mean, it, 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 it is like, a, like an iconic theme, but... I don't know. Well, it uses one of the nerdiest instruments, you know, the theremin. That's true. The theremin is very nerdy. Just like the original Star Trek. But because we're not giving it the original Star Trek, I guess we can't give it to Doctor Who either. Yeah. Yeah, I I almost had it. Anyway, so let's... For some reason, I have, like, the Get Smart theme instead of the Doctor Who theme in my head right now. 
Oh, like Inspector Gadget? No, uh, Get Smart. Oh, I never saw that show. Oh, the theme, the theme is like a little bit similar to the Doctor Who theme, and, and I've, I've got one in my... Do, 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 get, get no, 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 no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, I think we were going <laughs> to... Wait. <laughs> they got ripped off. It was the days before the internet where people could, like, verify that <laughs> something was... Well, yes. Yeah, it's, it's interesting because it's sort of like, it's you know how Weird Al has been, like, incorrectly identified as the singer of, like, Oh, many songs. songs. Many, many songs, yeah. You know, and some of them are, like, really dirty, which, of course, obviously he wouldn't do. <laughs> but it's just kind of funny. And many of them don't even sound like him. No. Most of them don't. I mean, well, well, who's the guy Who's the guy who did the thing the, the with the lounge against oh, the machine? Geez. Yeah, Richard, Richard Cheese. Cheese. He's awesome. Richard he's Cheese. Awesome. Richard Cheese he's, is hilarious. He's amazing. Yeah, yeah. He is, he's a musical genius. We, 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 should, we should have included him. Well, I don't know. He's his own category. Um, <laughs> Shut up! Well, he's a he's a satire. Actor. Oh man, he's so good. Shut, Shut up! Shut up when I'm talking to you. Shut up! Shut up! Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> or when he's like when he's doing the uh, the chop suey thing, and he's like, "Why'd you leave the keys upon the table? You wanted to. Why did you leave the keys upon the table? You wanted to. Why did you leave the keys upon the table? You wanted to." <laughs> Right, and, you know, he had, you know, he always did his little, you know, names like uh, apparatif for destruction, <laughs> which is nice. There's a there's yeah. a famous cover of um, "Smells Like Teen Spirit" by Nirvana, um, covered by Paul Anka, who's like a lounge singer, and he's doing, you know, it's kind of similar to Richard. He probably did it before Richard Cheese ever ever started his career, um, but it's it's a this amazing like lounge cover of this Nirvana song. It's so good. Well, I mean, let's be honest. The best cover of "Smells Like Teen Spirit" was "Smells Like Nirvana." Yeah, uh, it was good. I actually would argue that Paul Anka's version is better. Okay, maybe so, but you know, there, it reminds me of how in uh, there was this Latter Day Simpsons episode, which had one good part, which was that it was called that '90s episode, and they basically retconned that Homer and Marge actually met in college in the '90s. Yeah, I I did not see that episode, but I, Homer I heard that it existed. becomes essentially like a Nirvana esque band, and they have a great thing where Weird Al does a parody of the made up song that they made up for the show, and it's really Weird Al, uh-huh. and I, I was great because Homer is like getting depressed, and he says when he you know he turns off the TV after watching some of the Weird Al video, and he says he who is tired of Weird Al is tired of life. <laughs> 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 and it was a it was a brilliant line from a not brilliant episode. That's awesome. Um, okay, so so what do we so have? X Files, Joss Whedon, um, Bill and I. <laughs> no, not Joss. Specifically, <laughs> Firefly. Joss I mean, Whedon listen, is in every nerdy the, category. The, the the Buffy the Vampire Slayer is also like a pretty disti- like a like a classic theme, but uh, I would I would rank I Firefly higher than Buffy the Vampire Slayer in terms of like great theme songs. Right. So we have X Files, Firefly, Next Gen, uh, Bill Nye. Uh, what else? What am I missing? I think that's it. All right. So what do we? What's so your, so, what's your so in this one is it nerdiest or 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 best? Because they're best all nerdy. Nerdy best nerdy theme song. All right. Mm. This is, it's a tough one. I'm 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 going to. I'm going to go with Bill Nye. Uh, Ooh, that's surprising. Because it's it's simple, it's simple, it's sweet, and it's amazing. 
And it's like super nerdy. It's all about it's saying over and over again, Bill Nye the Science Guy. And you know what's amazing about it? And they, they just keep going, Bill, 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 Bill. <laughs> like it's awesome. And you see him being nerdy. I mean, I, even though I love Firefly and all that, it's still a country song and it's great. Um, and it's thematic and metaphorical and all that stuff. But Bill Nye the Science Guy, they're talking about the nerdy stuff. So. All right, Tim, what do you think? I'm, oh man, I'm really torn. Like, Trying to choose between one of these because they're all so good. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm gonna go with the X Files. I know that's that's kind of an upset pick, but uh, that's a pretty good choice. It's, I mean, the, 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 the theme choice. was fantastic. Yeah, it did. And it's like out. so, it's so iconic, so iconic. All right. Yeah. Well, my I think, vote I think is I have gonna to go be my vote's gonna be for uh, Star Trek: The Next Generation. So let me tabulate the votes. <laughs> Let's see here. And the winner is... Winner is... Oh my god, it's Star Wars when it was on TV! <laughs> what? You mean that thing, the, thing that, the, the thing that the nostalgia critic made fun of? You're, you're not talking about the Star Wars holiday special, right? <laughs> <laughs> You mean just like no, when they when they showed Star Wars on TV? Yeah, it's called uh, cheating. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well done. Okay. Yeah, and All the right. crowd goes wild. <laughs> Alright, so let's... <laughs> Let's move on here. Uh, we have a lot of sort of interesting c- concepts. One of the things we talked about was genres. Mm-hmm. So I want to think about it this way. What is the nerdiest genre? Of music? Yeah, exactly. Okay, so I, I brought up before that, that I think that techno in general is pretty nerdy. Sure. Um, and I mean, dubstep, dubstep, connected dubstep is sort of like the new techno. Um, and it, you know, dubstep used to be very nerdy, and now it's becoming a little bit more mainstream, but it's still, I think, kind of nerdy. Um, right. Well, there's also, like, obviously, like, like, the old, like, electronica, you know, and everything from the 80s right. where they used synthesizers. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Stuff. Well, okay, let me, let me, I'm going to get a little hipster here. Um, I actually, like, I, I'm not going to say that I was, like, really deep into the dubstep scene or anything like that, but... In, toward like the from the beginning of college through the rest of college and a little bit afterwards, you know, a, a number of my friends were really involved in like and and I, I kind of to a certain degree involved in like some of those like uh, like electronic dance like EDM scenes or rave scenes and and I remember dubstep was coming up in it and to be honest, I mean even if the people who create it might be kind of nerdy like Dead Mouse for instance though he's not a dubstep artist is known for being a huge nerd. A lot of these guys are right. pretty Skrillex. big nerds. Skrillex is also like yeah. a big nerd. No, 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 a lot of these people are big nerds. Um, still, the, the, I'm, I wouldn't necessarily call the music itself nerdy. Like, it's very, mm-hmm. it's very, like, gritty. Uh, like, it's very gritty, primal stuff, which, I mean, I, that doesn't make it bad, but, but I don't think, it, it's not very nerdy. It was it, definitely the, the vibe of a lot of these parties and events and things like that are very, um, I mean, it's just more of like a, rage out party thing which is not particularly a nerdy thing you don't have okay. in fact that's that's kind of what bothered me because like because like i can't like talk with anyone i can't <laughs> talk with anyone but you know what i mean like everyone's really super into raging out and like i remember literally i was at one of these shows and um i guess it's kind of cool that there are these like you know that they can really make these really intense deep bass sounds but like like first of all a bunch of these, these kids were like just stand like kids like 18 year olds were like standing in front of the uh the um the speakers as they were booming. And I remember looking at this one kid, he like, like, uh, this guy, like his, his like shirt was off and he was going like, 
Rah! like in this like in like 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 in this kind of flexor <laughs> position, just yelling at the top of his lungs. Now, unless he was reenacting like a like a I don't know like a Conan scene or a or or something from something nerdy, I I, I didn't get a nerdy vibe from it. So I'm gonna veto dubstep as being nerdy. Um, All right, I'm gonna vote against like, it. Yeah. What okay. About, like, uh, That's fair. What about like yeah. progressive rock? That's pretty nerdy. <laughs> Progressive knock um, is, is is pretty nerdy, right? Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. like you look at like who's who are who are fans of like I don't know Dream Theater or somebody, right? They uh, usually tend to be like like pretty big nerds. Did you just say boo? Sorry, I, I'm not gonna go on my rant about Dream Theater. But you don't like but, Dream but, Theater? But here's uh, um, sorry. Uh, what about, <laughs> what, about, about this. what about old school hip hop? Well, there are people who are nerdy about old school hip hop, but I wouldn't necessarily call it nerdy, except that one of the guys from Run DMC kind of looked like a nerd. But um, um, no, I don't. Yeah. Old school hip hop was was never nerdy. I don't think. Yeah. Well, no. Let, let me let me let me let me also mention this. Um, you're saying about progressive rock. I have an interesting story about that. Um, that just happened just today. Um, I'm in the middle of like of of finishing this uh, this song uh, with my band. No big deal. I have a band. Don't worry about it. It's, it's no big deal. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and, all right. Agreed. And, all right. And, and let me. Let we me all agree. This. It's not a big deal. <laughs> It's, it's <laughs> um, I wouldn't call I wouldn't call the music progressive music, but but we do have a few songs that have a few different like sections to it, and I've always liked that. Once again, not all the songs are like that, but um, what's interesting is the email that my producer sent me today, and uh, the song we're working on is, is fairly long. It's got two distinct parts to it, and then he sent me an email after he worked on it a little bit. He said, "Hey, just an idea. I think maybe you guys should have a a, a third part to it." Uh, it's obviously up to you, uh, but I think it'd be cool to make an epic. Maybe that's just the music nerd in me talking, and I think that's a kind of a good point. I think I think that does make that the progressive rock thing having these movements to it is kind of a nerdy thing. In some sense, it's unfair because people have been composing different parts of music for a long time. I mean, you can take it back to classical music, but I think it is kind of a nerdy thing to try to want to make these different. To specifically make these um, these like movements in music and try for different ideas all within one track, or even sometimes even yeah, to create. It, it goes back to what we were saying before about bands like like Led Zeppelin or Rush, you know, right. which are kind of also along those progressive kind of lines. Definitely maybe right. even inspiration for some of the progressive stuff that came that came later, you know, who and they were very nerdy themselves. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. So let's let's go. Let me give you the the nominee. All right, hold on. I have I have, I have one more genre. I'm not actually oh. sure if this is a genre, but um, uh, people who play ukuleles on the internet. <laughs> that's hipster. That's that's like very. I don't know that. It, well, it depends. If if they're like men doing it, then it's hipster. If it's women, then it's nerdy. I think that's that's basically it, how it breaks it down. It might be, but it's also usually just folkish. It's. It's like folkish, but it's it's like intentionally like it's it's not it's not actually hipstery. I I really do. I wouldn't call it folkish, really. Well, it's, I it's I folk in terms really of the genre. It's folk in terms of the genre, but but in terms of the intention behind it, it's kind of a nerdy or hipster uh, or hipster intention. I I I I'd, I'd, I'd agree with that. All right, all right, okay. So all right, so let me give you the nominees. For nerdiest music genre, J-pop, <laughs> K K-pop, techno, progressive, synth, hipster folk, or Christian death metal. 
Now, one of those may be a joke. <laughs> so, what do you guys think? I don't know. Well, I, I'm, from what I know of J-pop, it's pretty nerdy. So, yeah, I guess you gotta go. We, I think I, we should, we should definitely include J-pop. I, I know nothing about K-pop. I have to admit. I outside, do. Jeremy, and I, uh, Jeremy, and I know a little bit actually. Outside, <laughs> of, outside of Psy. Yeah, he does count. He, yeah, he counts. He counts. He's got right. the mainstream. So I know, I know one song by one guy. I don't think that. I, I think that does not mean that <laughs> I know anything else about K-pop. Yeah. Okay. Um, so then, what's your vote, Sam? Uh huh. Hmm. <laughs> that I mean that you know the '80s synth stuff was like pretty nerdy, but at the same time it was like really mainstream. So true. True. It's it's kind of a tough call. Um, I think, I think I'm going to vote for progressive. I think prog rock is probably like the nerdiest genre. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to vote for that as well. Ooh, and it's unanimous. I also agree with that. So let me uh, tabulate the vote. <laughs> and the winner of the nerdiest musical genre is chip tunes. Oh, <laughs> you know, I, I, you know what chip tune is? Chip yeah, tunes. you should explain what that chip is. Chip tunes, chip tunes, chip tunes. I know, I know what chip tunes. of music, yeah. using sounds from what? From the Nintendo NES Entertainment System. From yeah, from things like the Nintendo and the Atari. The Atari yeah, didn't have things. sound. It, it did actually. <laughs> it wasn't very good, but that's sort of part of the the fun of chip tunes. Did anyone ever actually anyway, play Atari? Have, <laughs> no, it, it did have. It I, had I'm sound a, effects, but it definitely didn't have music. I'm a little surprised that none of you brought it up. Yeah. But uh, what, I was keeping it, No, I, I, was I didn't think it, of that. I was keeping it in my back pocket as the, yeah. as the winner. Nice. Because <laughs> it's so obvious. Nice. And, that, and that segues nicely into our next genre. I was, see, I was all set. I had my own segue into, into the next genre because I was going to talk about my favorite uh, prog rock band, which is the Black Mages. Um, oh, nice. You know, which is, of course, uh, it doesn't exist anymore, but they put out three albums. It's, it's Nobuo Amato's band. Nobuo Amato being the guy who composed all the Final Fantasy music, and uh, right. and the Black Mages was his prog metal band that used to do prog metal covers of songs from Final Fantasy, which is just awesome. Um, but Jeremy took that segue away from me because he'd mentioned chip tunes, so Aww. the new segue is now chip tunes. Um, we're talking about video game music now. Video game music. Well, another good segue. Segue another- completed. <laughs> <laughs> Segway complete. Stay tuned for part three of the podcast.